0: Before we begin, I'd just like to say thank you to my friends at Hair Saloon for supporting this podcast and for providing space at their corporate offices to record it. Hair Saloon's mission has as much to do with the restoration of men as it does with the business of haircutting. They try to make a difference in the lives of the thousands of men who come through their doors each week. Hair Saloon is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and if you've ever been interested in running your own business and want to work with great people, I would highly recommend you check out the Hair Saloon Franchise opportunity. Go to com to find out more information. That's hairsaloonfranchise.com. Also, quick reminder to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and to please take two minutes to give us your review. And if you have a question or comment you'd like to share with our listeners, go to Suzanne at the Show.com. Welcome back to The Suzanne Benker Show. I'm your host, Suzanne Benker, and I am here, as always, with Andre Parody to hash out all of the problems between men and women. Is that right, Andre? Mm, mm. Yes,
1: sister. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good Lord.
0: I mean, seriously, it's, it's uh, never been. I mean, of course, it's always been a thing, but it's really a thing today. There's just so much to deal with. And we left off last week where I didn't get a chance to talk or to read an email. Well, the crux of last week was about uh, raising kids differently, right?
1: Yeah. Boys and, 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 and girls. And the tech, boys and girls. Dynamic with father, daughter, mother, son. Yeah. You know, role modeling after the same sex, but then the opposite was really your, true, your first love affair. Love, love Yes, story. right. Love,
0: yeah. um, and so many of these... I don't know, narratives, paradigms, whatever you want to call them um, do get sort of solidified early on with what we see in our parents. Mm -hmm. And um, this question from a a gentleman named Jonathan was trying to reconcile what he thought he was hearing was two different ideas Mm -hmm. between one of two of my podcasts. One that I did with that G.S. Youngblood that I told you about who wrote The Masculine Mm -hmm. in Relationship. And then Um, one of, I don't know, something else I said at some other time. So he asked me basically, I'm trying to reconcile these two ideas. On the one hand is the concept of the husband wanting his wife to be happy. Mm -hmm. And on the other is what I got from G.S. Youngblood's talk where the goal of pleasing your wife is just a short term fix, but that pleasing is not the road to happiness for her, but real masculine leadership, according Mm -hmm. to his blueprint. Which is true, the first approach seems more like the goal for the husband is to do what do what it takes to keep his wife happy based on what she says she wants, and his approach is more like that the goal for the husband is not necessarily giving her what she says she wants, but just simply being a strong masculine yes. person. And does this? Seem, he's asking me, does this seem? at all contradictory and i and i kind of understand what he's asking are the yeah. wives are the wives more interested in the husband that seeks to please her and make her happy and sometimes move mountains or the one in touch with his masculine core or or both because that's, that's, that's basically his question boom yeah so I, I thought that um i knew exactly what what he meant in in yeah. saying how that seems like that would be contradictory uh-huh. um what's your first reaction to that
1: well God, it's it's the it's the, the the mixture, right, that's that's interesting. Uh a man who's completely masculine, a hundred percent masculine, you know, machismo, you know, bulldog and lacks the sensitivities to be able to be in a relationship with a woman is that's gonna be a problem, right? We know right. these guys exist. On the flip side, a guy who's too sensitive, too aware, too present, too giving, too, right, typically there's such a uh, coming from their feminine first or leading with their feminine, you know, as, as sweet as it is, as, as most women say, they want that soft, sweet, sensitive guy to be able to emotionally connect with. We know that ultimately they don't feel safe with those guys. They don't feel safe. And if, if a woman, if a woman doesn't feel safe, you're done, right? It's over. It's not, it's going to fall apart. So, the, the mixture, the dynamic, the both is what's appropriate in a you know in a love relationship that goes. If a woman doesn't feel safe, she knows deep down that he can't protect her. And that makes her really, really anxious. And we'll go after him trying to get him to step up. And as she constantly loses respect, the more he gives, the more she fails.
0: So I and, and I this is actually going to lead in really well to the topic mm. we're going to talk about today. But but before we get to that. Um, I'm envisioning a man here. I know what you mean exactly. I'm, but I'm picturing yeah. the, the just the average guy going, "Well, what does that look like in real life, and how would I know when to step up and when to step back, or or what does that look like?" Like he's, just, I can see him just being confused sure. by that.
1: Well, you know, as a guy, you have to, you know. What I call it is something other from Alison Armstrong, actually, is, you know, men are internally, internally motivated. Women are externally motivated. For us is what we value for ourselves in the realm of our lives and what we step into the world as, you know, contributing, mm-hmm. you know, competent, like our, strong,
0: knowing what all you that want. stuff. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. So that makes a solid guy. And within that, he's allowed he's able to financially and, you know, emotionally be able to take care of a family and a wife. Mm-hmm. You see, you see. So the guy has to have his mojo together, his life together. He has his character build. Something we started when we we're young boys: build your character, become the guy you want to be. So you 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 feel respected. Not only you have self respect, but you can feel respected by the world and people. And that you have the mojo to take care of a wife and kids and kind of build, you know, build into you, build up your life into the what it is that you want. So. Well, that part is missing. Then all of a sudden he's, you know, that he's more interested in, you know, being a pleaser, right, which is more feminine. Mm-hmm. And and in that, again, it's the same thing, when you're overly pleasing and pleasant, a woman not necessarily feels your strength, mm-hmm. you know, and women instinctively respond to strength in men, like capabilities, Right. Power and power, as in like having the you know, having options and, and resources, whether it's money or if, you know, brute strength, right? So, women right. respond to that, feel safe, and relax. So, when he's too much acquiescing to her, she yeah. doesn't feel safe and pretty much becomes mother. And now we have a real problem,
0: yeah, a real problem. So, then the answer, I think, for this gentleman yeah. would be a mixture that the, it's not that they're contradictory, yeah. it's that you can be as a man um, concerning about your wife's needs, as you should, as, you know, that's a marriage, that's how yeah. it works, or a relationship. Um, but you do it within the context of strength rather than passivity or yes. conciliate, being conciliatory all the time. So there's a way yes. to do that. There's a way to do that. Can you, can you think of like an example, I don't know, just a silly example on a given day where yeah. you and your wife, that would, what would that would look like with you and your wife?
1: Well, the only thing that could come up that I come up with, you know, it's it's and it's gonna sound terrible, but it's not. It's it's be able to say no when no is appropriate. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I get I get to be the rock and, and I have to have reason, these reasons for it. And and that's it. So uh at one point, you know, was something going on with my son, he was little, she was completely overwhelmed. She came home and he sort of went after her for something. And uh, she was really edgy and angry and she was gonna, you know React and take it all over him, when she was nine years old. Didn't really know, you know, that mm-hmm. what he was doing was adding to her stress in that moment when she walked into the house, right? So I saw her, like her, the body reaction, like you know what I mean. And she's like takes him outside to like handle him, where he had no idea what was going on, and he was just being a nine year old asking for something. So I went outside and I, and I said no, 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 no. So I told him to go inside, and we had a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one who ended up dealing with the stress and, the, you know, the, the overwhelm that was going on. She didn't get to throw it all over him, even though he kind of pushed the button, if you make sense. So mm-hmm. you would have to step in appropriately, you know, with sensitivities. But you got to be the rock, you know. And in that, a woman surrenders her and feels safe. And all of, yeah. of a sudden, like, I, in a sense, rescued her in that moment from all that crap that was about to explode. I rescued her. I took it off of her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let and that's that's sense- – be- yeah and that's you know the concept of no is i think a really really hard one for mm-hmm. well for people in general, but I would say for today's modern woman, especially who earns her own money and does her own thing and is used to calling her own shots yep. and then all of a yep. sudden, if you're married you so I'm just gonna give you a great example from my own marriage recently that's money related i um <laughs> I, I i went to look at a at a car um i had <laughs> a car <laughs> The car that I have is five years old, and it's I'm moving out of SUV mode into regular car mode because my kid, I'm almost an empty nester, and I want to not feel like right. a mom all the time anymore. So right. I was looking at this car just for fun, and I actually brought my son with me, and my husband was out of town. And seriously, just for fun, because it was this great deal from CarMax. Here's a, here's a nice plug, even though they don't pay me to make an ad for them, but CarMax. Go CarMax. We yep. get all our cars from CarMax. So it was just a great – great deal. And I just wanted to go drive around and see what it felt like to be in a car after 20 years of being in an SUV. And it really was a good deal. And and it was affordable. But um, so I I kind of later told him about it. And um, long story short, um, he nixed it. (laughs) Um, And had to take me down off my temporary, oh, you know, high on this. And I'm so glad he did, because we ended up really needing this cash for other ex- more parenting related things. Ah, oh, parenting. It just never ends. Um, and <laughs> what am I going to get in my car and just forget about my kids? Um, so anyway. About me. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, you know, my time will come. we got to get them through, right. through and out of college. So it, he yeah. ended up being right. And, and I did listen to him. I, actually, it was all fine. But I could see myself 10 years ago, really. My, the old me would have fought him. And not fought yeah. him like, and I would never would have done anything without his, um, you know, agreement or um, been difficult about it. But what I did used to do is sort of gently wear him down, if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a woman. Yes. Beautiful.
0: Like I didn't – like I see it now so clearly. But I used to, a lot of times, if I didn't get – if he didn't want what I wanted, I would just gently wear him wear down, him. you yeah. know, not, not, not be nasty or mean, never go out and do anything and undermine him, nothing like that, just – just gently wear him down. And I no longer do that anymore, because I realize now that that's um, an inappropriate way of using his maleness, in, you know, against him, in my favor, right. because of course, ultimately, men do want you to be happy. But um, if it's not realistic or practical, you know, he should overrule that feeling of wanting to make you happy. And I think that's, I think that's just a, a great example of of what goes on in in many modern relationships today, relationships in general, but especially modern relationships where, where do you give and um, where do you learn to say no? And where, and how do you listen to that and say, well, maybe he or she is onto something. um, When, uh, no, I don't want to say she, I want to, I want to focus this on men because it's really, I think an issue for men being able to say no today and feeling okay about that. And that's not holding a woman back because you say no.
1: (laughs) Well, and I'm going to say, you know, in a, especially in a relationship, long-term relationship, marriage, you know, the, the man, I know... For- for myself i'm the one bringing most of the money you know she has her dream life and she has Mm -hmm. her part-time job and all that stuff is good for her soul because she lives a dream but Mm -hmm. i'm the one with 12 hours i'm the one with 12 hour days right so i think the cocktail is beautiful the mix is perfect Mm -hmm. it allows her to be living her dream of passion and be feminine as i go and kill myself And I love it (laughs) because it makes me feel like like a dude i love it i do i love the fact that i you know same same I i could I could produce these results and you know, I come home at seven o'clock at night in the summer and the kids are in the pool playing with their friends. I love that. I did that yeah, with her, but you know, I'm right. the bigger machine if you want that way. Um, but you know, the idea of like, so, it, and this is where the dance comes in, you know, who's accountable for what? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I make more the most of the money and then the money has to go in places where it has to be, and then we're allowed, you know, I'm accountable for our future which is always on the radar, not right. today, not next week, our future. Where's the money going? What are we spending that we end up with enough in the future? So, if you want an expense that's beautifully, we could afford it, but it's crazy it's going to ruin the back end yeah, of exactly. what we're saving for, for like the retirement plan, well, it's a no. Now, as a woman, you know, or like you've been a year old, you know, but like, okay, so you have the conversation, you know, the no is because, look, this is what it's going to cost us in the end. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the money's not going to get invested. But blah, so there's a bunch of reasons accountable for our safety, again, is usually a male's point of view. And in that, you'll get deleted. Your ideas will get vetoed yeah. just because it's going to rule the plan. And know? of course,
0: not to get too much off this because I want to get into, onto our topic, which we still have yet yeah, to do. Yeah, but, yeah. but just really quickly, because there are so many women breadwinners today. that's flipped on its head where she's going to be telling him no. And that's a whole big problem of its own because we are not interchangeable, obviously. So when a woman tells a man, mm -hmm. no, and she's the one who's in charge, that's why that whole female breadwinning thing becomes so dicey. Which people don't understand because they think, well, why can't, why does it matter? Whoever's making most should be able to say that final no. Well, no, that gets very tricky when you're talking about a woman telling a man, no. It, that's a whole not- right,
1: again, you become his you become his mother, mm-hmm. and that ruins the entire dynamic of the relationship. Yeah. motherhood and man is something that is inappropriate as an adult. So adult male who allow you to mother them because you take over because somehow you make the money or you're in charge or whatever eventually i see this all the time it's a it's a 10-year disaster in the making eventually he will you will lose respect for him as his mother Mm -hmm. you know your sexual sensual dynamic Mm -hmm. is down the toilet you know and you end up you either end up having an affair or he does you know it ruins Mm -hmm. everything so is that worth it that's what i'm saying you know again my job to blow the whistle is this worth it you know to take on the reins be the masculine and decide that that's better because it makes you feel like a badass. However, what's the price you are willing to pay? And I'm not saying anything else, but that's typically what happens. Yes, okay, some people well, yeah. are making it happen, I, but typically it's a disaster. It, so let's yeah, let's look I'm, out for. It. Yeah, like, I mean, we
0: see it all the time. We're the ones receiving the calls. We're the calls. ones doing the coaching with with the with all the stuff? with the reversed re- reversed roles that are that are not working. So okay, um to just to get more to the subject at hand, what I wanted to talk yes. about today was how feminism has affected men really? to the degree that they too are rejecting sex roles or conventional sex roles and I have a an email from someone who asked a question about this, um, and what we've been talking about kind of leads perfectly into this because I think this is a huge problem that is never discussed this is from tabitha and she asked um love to read your thoughts on how feminism has affected men in such a way that they are rejecting traditional roles she was married twice and um in both and she did not have children so she was working of course and the lure of that dual income became increasingly more enticing Mm -hmm. to both of these former husbands um and then she goes on to explain how feminism doesn't speak for her. She's now in her late 40s, single with no children. It's a terrible place to be. And mm-hmm. no one's fighting for my right to or desire to have a traditional family because it's all about flipping the roles. Right. So, yep. But specifically, she's right, um, and I don't talk enough about it, about the reality that so many men have jumped on board. And now where it used to be, you know, ain't no wife of mine going to work kind of thing. which I think was very misunderstood because I think that had a lot to do with his pride and his wanting to feel like the man. And and I, and I get that to now expecting women, expecting their wives to work and and completely mapping out a life with her in advance about, um, excuse me, with the assumption that both of them are going to be at the workforce at all times. And of course um, the blank hits the fan (laughs) <laughs> um. Once the kid comes along, kids come along and all that yeah. kind of goes out the door. But at any rate, it is true that men have just been just as affected by this narrative as women mm-hmm. have and mm-hmm. now reject them to the point where they're, uh, how do I say, they're, um you know, taking part in their own disempowerment, yeah. not realizing that it's going to come back to bite them in the... Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Which it usually does. It's Um, straight up. Yeah. So I read this story yesterday about this Lawrence Fox, a British actor Mm -hmm. who has come under fire for a couple things. But this one in particular that interested me was that he was dating. He's actually divorced father of two. He's 41 and he's dating and he's now refusing to date any woman under 35 (laughs) because they're all, quote unquote, woke and they think they're oppressed by men And he gives this story about having been with this girl who essentially was trying to tell him that he needed to support Christine Ford in that uh, case with... um, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. And um, just because she's a woman. And he pushed back on that and basically said, this isn't going to work. See ya. Now, I'm sure it was more than one thing. But the point was he... The whole point of the story is that he recognized that he was with basically a very feminist minded woman and he went running, rightfully so, and smart him. But but yeah, how many men are not doing that? That's the first thing I thought of when I saw this. The reason why his story became such a thing is because that was so ballsy and smart and different and bold when most men of his generation, from what I can see – just simply say nothing when they see this. Either they either they've jumped on board, too, and they believe that, or yep. they don't, and they just shut up because they are, as I said before, taking part in their own disempowerment, where they have no voice. That is, oh. this is a major, major problem in modern relationships today.
1: Well, this is society falling apart for sure. We dis right. we dismantle the natural ways, natural ways. You know, you could fight nature all you want you know, guess what? It's going to win and you're going to lose, you know, yep. in the way that we function best period. So, uh, you know, I see it all over the place. The, these, we, <laughs> if you're going to be an, an ass about it, we call them manginas, you yeah. know, man, man mm-hmm. who men who basically embrace the, the, the idea, get this, how ridiculous, the idea that women are oppressed, that the patriarchy is really, what's the problem that, you know, all the all of the the evil in the world has been done by males and men and wars and battles, right? Then wait, wait, whoa, whoa, yeah, well, men battle and fight, go to war to protect their family, their country, right? Like not because they want to go die, right? It's just, just usually it's more it's beyond the fact that we're just you know aggressive. We can be we're aggressive when it needs to be, you know. Things have to be protected, you know. The rest of it is is moving. You know everything and i love this part but like everything the chair that you're sitting on was made by a guy mm-hmm. invented by a guy the computers mm-hmm. the cars the automobile mm-hmm. air conditioning mm-hmm. the fact that you're comfortable right now mm-hmm. was invented by men mm-hmm. everything around you walls walls as in like for the house that keep you safe at night so you don't get eaten by the bear was invented by men men invented everything we also invented dishwashing, you know, dishwashing, washing machines and, and you know. Modern um, Dishwashing, yeah. Bec- because we want to free you from the burden right. of having <laughs> so much to do because when you're free, you're, then you're available to us better, and right? So they like, come it's on It's the complete
0: opposite of what they think. It's the complete do you thi- opposite. Do you think it's just a matter of, like I've argued for women, that they just simply haven't been told this stuff because who the hell is going to tell them that because they're surrounded by feminists all the time? Or I kind of have this theory that, Men who are more likely to um, jump on board with that and, and I don't know, I guess be brainwashed or conditioned in that direction, even though it's the wrong direction because it's false information, um, has to do with their own upbringing. What you see growing up, I think, is so dramatic in terms of what you decide in your mind you want for yourself down the road. so and you know, but a lot of times what we see as children isn't really accurate. We just see it through child's eyes, so we can't really make heads or tails of our parents' relationship, um, unless it's really bad and obviously dysfunctional. But, I mean, just in terms of a general dynamic, um, yeah. and you think you want a certain thing, and so you jump on board because it fits that already preconceived narrative. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Does your marriage or love life feel hard? I get a lot of emails from readers who are struggling in their relationships. Unfortunately, the help an individual or couple needs can rarely be answered in a series of back and forth emails. For this reason, I offer coaching for individuals who are struggling in their relationships and for couples whose marriages feel stuck. Just go to suzannebenker.com and click on coaching at the top to sign up for a session with me. That's Suzannebenker.com.
1: Tell you a little story. I I hold these events where we... Put men and women in a room together every few months, and we have a discussion about all of this, right? Like what works, what doesn't work, what they're seeing, what they're experiencing. You know, what's it like for a guy's point of view in this new culture? Of you know, we don't need no man was my man. We don't need no man was my man, right? The, the instinct to bond with a man to feel safe, with the brain training that says we don't need no man, right? Like the, the, there's a lot of confusion for women. There's a lot of confusion for men. So anyway, we have these, these open discussions, which is really fantastic. We always discover something. And there was this new couple that joined. This is recently, you know. There's always more women than men. That's normal. Mm -hmm. But this guy introduced himself as, you know, his his wife's husband. And the story was that she's so impressed with him. He's so supportive. He's so amazing. He's such a good, you know, caretaker. Blah blah blah. And the story came down that he was raised by a single mom. So. You know, even though he looks like a man, he's got a beard and all that crap. He's actually much more—he's super feminine in the sense that his job is to just like support care-take. her. So mm-hmm. she, caretake. So mm-hmm. caretake. So she's got. She's going to school full time, uh, in I think a law firm, I believe something like really high stressed. So she's still training, and she has a job in between. He works very little. But he's so loving. He's so fantastic. You know, he makes my sandwiches before I go to school in the morning, you know, and he makes sure that I come home, that dinner's ready, all that stuff. And I'm like exactly flip the script. As she's telling us this, she's like, you know, like barely 30 years old. You can see the wear on her face. And he's sitting there glowing like a girl next to her, and he's like, yeah, my mother trained me to really be gentle and kind and caring and loving, and he's the girl and she's the boy. So mm-hmm. we took the same exact dynamic. She's killing herself, mm-hmm. and he's supporting her, making sandwiches and making sure she's mm-hmm. comfortable when she comes home mm-hmm. after a badass day. But you can see he's killing her, and he's just happy just to groove. Single mom on his side, and then single mom on her side who taught her to be a badass and mm-hmm. go after the world. You know, you know, man, but like, so. I'm, it's gonna it's gonna explode I, I saw it I, it's, it's gonna explode right it's not gonna be sustainable
0: so, so that's a great example because obviously you're gonna walk into the world with coming off the tail end of whatever you saw for 18 years right and whatever you were taught and so I, I think about this because I look at the younger generation who's who are struggling so much and the majority of do well i can't figure out whether the reasoning has more to do with upbringing or just not wanting to bulk the culture because they're too young to really do that because everybody likes (laughs) to go along to get along Uh, but it doesn't really matter in the end i guess why i guess although it does in a way because you can at least teach parents how not to send those wrong messages and that's a lot easier to do than trying to change the culture (laughs) But um, either which way, it's a major problem that men and boys have jumped on board with this message in addition to the women. It was one thing when just women were doing this from the 1970s -hmm. to like, I don't know, 2000. In the last 20 years, men are right there with them, especially millennial men. And they do not see what is going to come down the pike. They just (sighs) have no (sighs) clue. And it breaks my heart and I want to tell them, but they think they're so woke. They're so proud, so proud yeah. of being yeah. this equality guy. Yeah. And, and and they're setting themselves up for disaster.
1: Yeah, I protect my woman. I'm the mm-hmm. one who really mm-hmm. supports her in doing all, you know.
0: Which taps and, into and a real, genuine, natural human, <clears throat> I mean, male need.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Th- that's instead, real, that part. But it's, instead of protecting them, they're like supporting them.
0: Yes, yes, so it all, it's, yeah. It's
1: up to her to, do, to provide and do everything and. Again, you're going against nature. That's fine. You'll it do it for a while, and it'll stop.
0: And it'll crash. yeah, and it'll get, it'll clap, and it gets can get so bad that you're almost what's that word? Um, institutionalized in a way because uh, I have an ongoing I wouldn't call her a client, but a a, a gal who's been uh, emailing me for years about her relationship with her husband, and she's I've written about her in my books, mm-hmm. um, and she is the breadwinner, mm-hmm. on, very unhappily so two kids um, in Colorado and her husband just picks up here and there odd jobs. And she recognizes that she chose him from the get go, but that he was employed at full time at the time. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of a long story, but the point is she's finally excited because she's gotten a job within a school system that will allow her to be home with her kids more and see them more right. and be more present. She's really excited about that. And bringing that to his attention, he was angry. And mad. Yep. Yep. He's gotten so used to the full time. Well, I guess it's still full time, but maybe the money's less or something. I don't know, but whatever. He, he doesn't want her there at home at all. I mean, it's just so bad. They are so miserable and waiting to the day when the kids leave so they can, I'm sure, part ways, which they will, or she well, will. Yeah.
1: He, he's more busy wanting to be comfortable.
0: Yes. And which goes That's back to what, what we're, yeah, we were talking about that last week.
1: Right. That's what men love yeah. to provide for women because the more comfortable she is in her surrounding and her household and everything she needs to get everything done for the back end of the family. Right. The more comfortable she's in that, the better she is altogether for everyone. Yep, and yep. the light, the connection, the, yep. you know, the glow, the, the feminine sex, all of it. Right. Like, like So a woman who works less is more available to be a to be connecting and connected to everyone around her. That's the point. That's what we need from you. That's what works. You know, flip the script when the woman is burned out, anxious, you know, worn down. Where is she? Right. Everybody loses that part of her, you know, like she can't connect to her husband, she can't connect to her kids, she can't connect to her job, she can't connect to people at work. She's inside out. She, and I hear this all the time: women who seem to have it all, telling me that somehow you know, they feel something is wrong because they're completely feeling feeling numb and disconnected from their own hearts. So I'm like, well, you're burnt out. You're at, you're living like a man in long term on a female on a woman's body. Yep. It stops. It kills you. It, don't, it won't work anymore.
0: I'm wondering if, you know, it, it seems to me that getting men to understand that if they want more sex, which hello, what man doesn't want more sex, <laughs> right? They're going. They're never going to get it going about the going about it in the way they are if they jump on board with this. So it's okay. it, it. And we can talk about this. Maybe that's the topic for next week: is understanding the difference between a man's sex drive and a woman's and Uh, that women need to be relaxed. They need the romance. They need all this stuff to allow sex to take place. And with what you've just described, that lifestyle is never going to make that happen. So if you're a guy who jumps on board with the rah, 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 go be the breadwinner and take care of everything, you're never going to get laid. Let's just face it. So, because that's not how women work. They cannot come home at the end of the day and go have sex with you when they're exa- when they've exhausted their resources. Whereas when, 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 when <laughs> this is a great example that, um, that I think is always really hits at home. If a woman came home from a long day of work and a man said, come on, I want to get it on. She's going to look at him like, how dare you ask me to do that after I've been <laughs> right. But if you reverse right. that, he's like, all right, let's go. Right. Let's go. Cause it's going to relax yeah. him because he's well. made differently and his whole He's not going to need all that, um, the same, he doesn't need exactly what women need in order to be able to do it. So that understanding is never, it's it's so clear, I think, but it's not ever explained how, and we don't have to get into that now. We can really, seriously, we could spend a whole podcast episode yeah. on that. But um, that just, I just thought about that when you were talking about.
1: That's, that's actually a really great topic for next show because it's, you know. Chemically, we're built different, you know, sustain, you know, the kind of push because we have the testosterone that you don't have, you know. So there's there's a whole bunch of reasons why th- that works this way, right? And it's again, for sex, you know, if you're going to re- chop it down to like the bare, like essential, you know, for, for males, sex is the reward for working all day. Yeah. You know, at the end of a long day, yeah. he wants to, like, some sensuality, sexuality. No woman's going to say the that. Sorry. <laughs> that's the reward. Right. Like, right? That's the point. You know, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's part of why he provides everything and works so hard and makes sure she's comfortable. That's sort of the the gift, right? Like, so yeah. flip that. It doesn't do the same on the woman, you know. And a guy who's been home all day spooning the dog, you know, also can't <laughs> get it up because he's, you know, he's such a passive Flat, you know, and again, if she's, I'm going to say it again because it's always the same thing. You know, it's not his wife that comes home at the end of the day when he's at home, it's his mom. Yeah.
0: That-
1: and that won't work. It just against eventually, I hate to say it, I'm not excusing it, but these guys who are still males don't want to have sex with their mothers. So they usually, as she's working two jobs, typical story. Find out three years later, you know, a year later or whatever at one point that he's had an Mm -hmm. affair going on with Mm a girl next door for three Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. because he's still a man Mm -hmm. and he still wants to connect that way, Mm -hmm. but he can't do it with her. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I think that's really important to bring up all the time.
0: Oh, you can you can't say that too much. It's impossible.
1: Right. So but like, ladies, this is it, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're going to be the badass, if you're going to act like a male and decide that you're in charge of your household, your husband, your kids, chances are eventually... Somebody's going to stray. Either you or him. Typically him, because he has the time to do it. You are working all the time. Is that worth it? The betrayed on the heart, you know, after working all these years. I can't believe that he, I hear that story all the time. Well, sorry. Yeah.
0: So going back to this guy uh, that was that had the chutzpah to, to get rid of the girlfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who essentially was telling him how to think. I mean, that's that's it in a nutshell. And he said in this interview... Uh, quote. He says, I don't know how we ended up together. It was a very short relationship. We were walking down the road, and she was talking about how good the Gillette advertisement was. And we oh. talked about, remember that, about oh. toxic masculinity, oh. and she thought that was great. I just looked at her and went, bye. Sorry, I can't do, <laughs> I can't do this with you. Good for him. Yeah. So here's the most important part that comes after that. He said, you know when a woman starts speaking to you like that, you need to run. She's literally giving you two very strong hints that she's about to make your life miserable yeah. now. And I wrote a piece arguing that if every man would follow suit, just imagine how much more power they would have over their own lives and that would ultimately give them an option, at least an opportunity to go find a woman who is not like that. Yeah. You need to wake up and know That when you're being told how to think and that in order to think this way, um, that makes you woke or that makes you um, progressive and supportive and that's how you're supposed to think. um, To run, you need to run. And I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing the opposite. I'm seeing them clamoring on and just happily standing next to them, smiling, giving up their own dreams even in order to appear woke. It's making me crazy. And so when this guy did this, 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 it's always an opportunity when a, when an actor does something, because of course that gets so much more attention than just us regular folk. (laughs) So I always Mm -hmm. jump on it to use it, (laughs) right? you know, because people, everyone's heard him, the statement or whatever. So that there's only one of him. There needs to be a million.
1: Well, you know, and I collect these guys, by the way, I have a friend who lives actually closer to you is in whatever Michigan somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, and a good old boy married for 10 years, you know, 40 some years old, was raised by his mama and his, her mother and his aunts. So no male influence at all, completely overpowered by strong women. He'll say his way that way. And uh was raised to be a good boy and sensitive and kind and loving and supporting and just it's all about her. It's all about her. It's all about, again, that's fine, right? To a degree, you, but you can't bend over and completely lose yourself and she's more important than you are, right? Forget what you, forget what you want. It's all about her. And that if the, and if the
0: husband or the father doesn't, st- if he's, if he's absent, obviously that's a problem, but if he's home and he doesn't step in to say, no, wait a minute, same thing. Yeah, same, same thing. thing.
1: Right. So, but he had no daddy influence at all. So he 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 did everything right. You know, he found a girl that he loved and provided for her. He he did everything. He was taught. He was sweet. He was sensitive. He was talkative. You know, he he was all about her pleasure, her mm-hmm. support, her what she wanted, what she wanted, what she wanted. Did everything by the book. And ten years later, she's like, you know what? This really sucks, and I'm leaving. And he never saw it coming. Like, you know, he did mm-hmm. everything. When she was crying, he would hold her. And he would like he did everything loving that you could possibly do. And and it went to crap and he was because also he was more feminine because he was raised that way. He took it harder than most guys would, blindsided first of all. And and how do you how do you have your marriage or your woman leave you when you're doing everything right? Yeah. Right? Because like, he doesn't like, know he's
0: doing everything wrong. He doesn't well, know he's yeah. doing everything wrong.
1: So he started a movement called the, the Alpha Shift. You can check it out online. Wow. And he's basically teaching young males to like sort of stand up, not even stand up, to like own themselves, I own their stuff.
0: Down. The, alpha,
1: the shift. alpha Shift.
0: Alpha Shift. Oh, I love it. David
1: David Kruger. Great okay. guy, okay. you know. But like he he became David as we know him today by crashing and burning and doing exactly what this – Culture is trying to force men into and shame them out of being masculine in the name of it's better. Mm-hmm. We're woke. You know, this is the new way. This is what should have been this whole time. Mm-hmm. If women run the show, it's better. Wars are over. No, no, nothing gets done yeah. in my world. Right. If you put women in charge, nothing gets done. Look what's happening in Congress. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> don't be gay. But my point is, so he basically lived that, par- you know, that, mm-hmm. that, that narrative. Dynamic, yeah. The narrative of mm-hmm. you know the women know better and uh being anyway and he almost didn't make it it was how that's how hurt he was but now he's teaching so i collect these guys i have a collection of these men yeah. who like me are kind of bringing back the you know this is really not going to work ever mm-hmm. this is actually dangerous for everyone mm-hmm. it's destroying the culture it's destroying marriages it's destroying in society as we know it, you know, because we, also when you destroy marriages, you destroy the kids in the marriages who now cannot right. typically or they, they have no role model for healthy relationships and what works, work. So they give up on that as well. And there goes an entire family culture. Uh, so, yeah. Fam- right. So
0: the fallout, society, the domino effect is just society, enormous. As we
1: know. it, Right. So, you know, so I'm happy to say that a lot of people are throwing the shifts in. And there's a lot who have no clue who are stepping into it, right? So that's the millennials, I think, are more the most vulnerable because they actually bought into it, you know, straight up. And they like 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 the women are telling them this is the new way, this is the better way, right? Yeah. So, but they really ultimately are shamed out of their masculinity, they're shamed out of out of their power, they're shamed out of out of stepping up, they're shamed out of being solid, they're shamed out of building their character you know, their shame out their out of their strength, you know, and it's that strength and masculinity that's a power is appropriate use of both. So
0: Bam. So we've spent a lot of time actually the last few um podcasts talking about men and their role in it and how they can do it differently or or yeah, think outside the box. Um and I want to do something a little differently next week where we turn it more on women, which it okay. <laughs> typically is. That's more common. But um, since we've been so heavy on the emasculation in the men, I want to talk about women's role in this. So um, let's save that for next week. Um, is there any last thing you'd like to say before we sign off here?
1: Oof, about this it's, you know, it's a never-ending conversation as far as I'm concerned. You know, I spend my days having these conversations with people, women. You know, men as well, you know, and what's happening is the guy, the guys, we talked about the guys who bought into this, you know, are really fighting Mm -hmm. (laughs) the the system, Mm -hmm. like the women, the feminists are, which is, oh, whatever. But I see a lot of the guys who just watch. They just watch. They
0: just watch. Yes.
1: They just watch. You know, they're not, they, and so I had an event a few weeks ago, a mastermind where I was introduced as, you know, like, whatever, it's a mastermind. Mm -hmm. So, Who I am, what I do in the world, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, talked about this whole paradigm of, you know, anti-masculinity. So, and just a small introduction. It was a quick little, you know, uh, we took a break. And I was on my phone and I looked up at one point and I'm surrounded with men. There's 10 guys around my table looking at me. As I looked up, like, oh, hey. And they're like, so how do you do that? You know? You you're saying the things that are in my head. How do I tell my girlfriend to chill the hell out? How do you how do I tell her to stop pushing me around? How do I say no? Right? I'm like, "Oh, god." But I mean, it was amazing. Like there nobody talks about it, but I pushed the button, I opened the door, and I was on a break, I'm surrounded by men. Tell me more. How do you do this? You're talking about the things that are in my head that I don't know what to do with. I, you know, I, I, think I can't even
0: I think it's yeah. a silent killer. I really do.
1: Yeah. Well, cuz I mean, they don't they don't even have the right in their minds yeah. to even have a voice about right. this. And go, You know, I think that's bullshit. Can we talk about it? Yeah,
0: exactly. They can't even
1: say that. They can't, they can't even, say, even say, that. say that. So they come at me. Yeah, Well, sure. <laughs> da, da, da. They're going to be more.
0: Um, yeah, you're, you're better than I am in that regard just for being male because they're going right. to feel more comfortable. I, You know, mostly my, my conversations with them wind up going, how can I get my wife to read your stuff? <laughs> um, you know, and how can I secretly like place this by her bedside? But that's, you know, that's, and, and so man to man is so important on this subject, for sure, which is why I focus so much on women, because I think that this same sex telling the other same sex about this stuff is more effective.
1: Yeah, no, you know, seemingly so. And, you know, I tell the guys who say, you know, the idea of like, sneak your book by her bedside to maybe she'll read it, you know, like, I understand if you've been shamed of being masculine and you can't even bring something like that up. Like there's a problem, yeah, right? Yeah. I would say, you know, honey, there are things going on that I don't really like understand and are really not working for me. And this woman seems to really have the pulse on what it feels like to me. So can you read this? They and have, we have a yeah. conversation about this, right? Like that's what a man would do. So if you if afraid to even put the book next to a pillow, you're hoping she'll read it, dude, we have a you have a bigger problem already. You know, could you check this out? It's important for me and for us. Right. If you can't say, "Look, can you read this for me, please?" I think it's important for me and for us.
0: Yes, right.
1: There's stuff here that I'm Absolutely. recognizing that's not working, and yeah. I'm worried about us. I mean, think
0: about how many wives ask their husbands to read, myself included. You gotta check this out. You gotta Hello. check this out. Right. Why can't it go in the reverse?
1: Right. Because what we you tell me I'm doing it wrong? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So it's offended, and of course he's trying to keep the peace because nobody wants that energy. But dude, you know this is when you become the rock. This is when you become solid. This is when you go. I want you to do this. For us, please. We'll talk later. I like that. Not that hard.
0: No, it's not. Uh, I mean, it is for some, and that's what makes it sad, but it is not hard. Okay, so that that wraps up today. We will pick this up next week from a different angle. You got it. Well, that wraps up another edition of the Suzanne Venker Show. Don't forget to tune in next week when Andre and I talk once again about the state of men and women in America today. If you haven't done so already, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And if you have a question or a comment for me, go to Suzanne at the com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week.